All right, everyone, what's up? We are back with episode 45 of the 580 show. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, boys? What's up? What's up? Back, from, back from nationals, back to training. What's chapping your guys' asses this week? Oh, yeah, I know. I know way too much is trapping. Quit bitching about not knowing how to do stuff at shows and still signing up for shows. I don't know what that means. It's like you see, I see a bunch of people now talking about, oh, I wish I knew how to do these implements before I signed up for shows. It's just like is that, that, hey, is that yeah. amateurs or open people? Just, just everybody. I just be like, or like novice. I mean, not I just been noticing it more. People are just like, ah, I wish I. Knew how to do this stuff before I did a show and zeroed an event or something like that. I don't know. Just kind of bothered me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I guess it oh. depends on whether they're a novice or a right. open. But, I was just uh, gonna say, I don't think a novice competitor would be too upset about it, though. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, are, then you're just stupid. Like you, I finish, mean, you just like got you too high expectations, and you're full of excuses. Like oh, I never did this before. Then why'd you do the show? Yeah. There's no real I mean, excuse for that if you're serious about competing. I mean, I guess though, like if there's a Hercules hold and you like train in a garage, like how are you doing? Or how, how would you do a Hercules hold? Go find one. You could find one. You can. Go, you can go. Yeah, I mean, you can look. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not I mean, everybody. No- it's not everybody. Novice, it's just the people that complain about like after the fact. Yeah. Sure. My verbiage could have been a little better at the beginning. Yeah, you willingly signed up to do it. So that's on yeah. you if you didn't if you didn't make the effort to go find whatever. And it's also different if you just say, like, well, you know, I never really did this before. So I didn't expect much for the event, right? Like it's different than right. Well, the only reason I sucked at this event is because I didn't I've never done it. Well, I mean, yeah, get over it. You either gotta you either gotta find a way to go practice it or lower your expectations. Right. One or the other. hundred percent. And if you're a novice, you're there to learn the events and learn from people and learn how the competitions ran. So I wouldn't I wouldn't beat the hell out of myself we had, and make excuses. We had that guy at the Pig Iron Classic that never picked up anything strongman in his life and he just went and tried it, but he yep. didn't complain one time the whole time. He just went for it. He was, yeah, he was having fun with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes back thing. to being a novice. Yeah, like Holy I said, like up. I said, my verbiage could have been better, but that's the uh, your verbiage can always be better. We understand that by now. <laughs> I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save my topic because I'm sure it's gonna come up in discussion yeah. as we I, go. We all we all know what so, you're gonna bitch about. Yep. Yep. So, Riley, you got anything? My, no, I got one. I got one. Oh, my, okay, go ahead. What I, another uh, related is stay tight is not a cue. <laughs> stay tight. It is. It is for us. Idiot. It is for us. I agree. Cue. Not just Dante. I've heard a gajillion people say this. It's like instinctual to say that. I get it. And I get that you're trying to encourage and using different words and and encouraging people over and over again with the same words is exhausting. But stay tight is not a cue. Stay tight. Can I I just add something? Yeah. And up, up, up. (laughs) Like yeah, bro, I'm fucking trying. It's like a nervous. <laughs> fucking, it's like it's like a nervous tick a lot of the time, though. Trying. Yeah, it's, it's like, and I mean, it's one thing like if somebody specifically, like let's say, let's say somebody's upper back on a log gets loose, and we know that that's why they miss it, and their elbows dip before the press. If you say tight back, tight back, that's a specific cue to the lifter or the athlete to remind to remember to do the thing that they're not doing or the weak spot that they're bad at. But just saying stay tight is not a cue. Yeah, that's why, I, that's why I stay, stay loose though. Yeah. Like if you if you're doing a maximal a max effort lift, exercise, whatever, and you are not tight, you are not going to perform that lift adequately. Period. You're probably not even gonna get it. So that's mine for the week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is just like useless cues in general. They don't like, not know. to say not to encourage people. No, should, I like being encouraged. You should encourage your training, right? Partners, but right. stay tight. Well, like, look, man. Like, I, I'm on rep number six of my log, and like, like I'm, I'm not gonna trying. be tight no more. I'm trying to be tight, but it ain't gonna happen anymore. I'm I'm beat. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people mean well, but just don't know. What to yeah, do. so they just yeah. say something. I think so. I think some people like they're like new to the gym and stuff like that, and they hear everyone else saying cues. And they, so they just pick up on the ones that are like reiterated. And it's like, if you would ask like 
half of those people like okay show me like so i get done deadlifting right some some idiots like stay you you need to stay tight like during my lift so i get done like okay show me how to stay tight what do you what do i do like over half those people are gonna be like i don't know just breathe into your belly or something like all right man go away good they hear it one time and just keep repeating it yeah cheer for your training partner but be intentional with cues right do what riley does he knows how to get in my head yeah, he did it's, today. I mean, it's he easy. It's not. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, Prolly's so look when he saw me clapping when you missed if that. People saw the things that Riley did to me after a lift. They would. They I would just did the, I just did the slow clap and just. I missed. He just clapped it up. I missed a lift tonight, and Riley literally with a shit-eating grin stands, crosses his legs, and claps in my face. After missing, <laughs> so uh, everyone else walked what away. Happened right I after. literally just went back and I just hit a rep with it. It worked. Really? And you said, "He knows. You he said, knows how to get under my F skin." You, <laughs> you looked right at me and told me to fuck off, basically. After, yeah. But that's what I, I want. Can't, yeah. It worked. I can't say anything bad about it. It worked. I watched it with honestly. my own two eyes. I think, like, I honestly think that's like a big thing. Learning with your training partners and stuff too is how, like, how do you get, mo- how do they get motivated? Like, I'm not a guy. I just, it, I wish I was, I really wish I was just a nicer, like, Oh, come on, Josh. Like, let's go. I'm like, that literally makes me not want to lift weights. Like I need, I need to just either be left alone or be said something like so mean and like hurtful. Like, it's not a good thing. Like, I'm not proud of that, but Riley has lifted weights with me for a a very long time. So he, and not even that just been friends with me. So he understands like what I need. I have to act like I mean it too. Yeah, you do mean it. I think so. <laughs> like, no, I'm at, only time, he, no, only no, time it's at. ever been too far. I was walking up to a one rep max on front squat, and Frank told me he hopes I tear both my ACLs and can never that was, lift weights that was, again. That was, that was and it was. I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like he literally said, "I hope I'd be afraid tear. to squat." Then, yeah, yeah he literally can't said, like, "You bad, can't dude. say this like, shit, man." Come I on. hope you tear everything in both your knees and can never lift weights again. I was like, "That's Hold bad, up. Juju." Yeah, like, bro, that's that's too far, man. Like, I'm, yeah. now I'm gonna like, get hurt. You can't talk, bro. About for that me, shit. that's too far. I'm like, shit. Yeah, Riley, you got anything on your mind? Yeah, I'm pissed off. No one uh, made me use the soft belt earlier for sandbags because that was way easier. I mean, big of me. Brady, Brady told me a while ago, and I just didn't listen on brand. But uh, yeah, it's. it's Do you want me to hold your better. weenie for you when you pee too? Like, yeah. right. <laughs> big. I'm big not, I mean. I'm not mad at anybody else. I'm just mad that I didn't do it earlier. I've given Riley free elbow sleeves, free coaching for probably four plus years, and now I've given him a free soft belt. I mean, yeah, that belt sucks. Good friend. Yeah, I, I won't not name the brand, but I hate no. that belt. Hate that belt. It worked for oh. me. Yeah, hey, I'm not. I, like I, I mean, I wear my belt. I wear my belt, but I'm not the biggest fan. That's for sure. Can't go wrong. No free ads. Bleep that out, please. Put a put a thing. Unless they send us free stuff. Um, I don't have. I don't want to. I don't want to say what's chapped my ass this week. I don't have anything. Um, I want to say a highlight of the week to roll into the episode. People that are watching on YouTube, video aspect. Thank you guys so much. I got the 580 breast cancer shirt on. This thing is sick. Um, they're sweet. I just want to say again, thank you to everyone who bought them. Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram and you just consume our content via uh, our podcast or whatever else, um, the shirts are ready for pickup and shipment out. So come pick up the shirts if you haven't already. Text me, call me, whatever. Shoot us a DM How to just uh, figure out how to get your shirts. But we actually did go over 100. We, we didn't stop right at 100. I think we're going to be about 110 or so shirts sold. Um, so I'm going to put together, I got, I got an idea, uh, for when we donate the money. So, uh, stay tuned for that, but thank you guys for everything. We will release in the next couple of weeks, how much we are able to donate once all the money's collected and everything like that. So just thank you guys again. I appreciate it. It was really cool to be able to do this little small gym and we're selling, you know, over a hundred shirts. So that really, uh, really speaks highly of our members and everyone that Definitely. we're associated with. So, thank you all for ordering. Yeah, thank you guys. <clears throat> Anything else? 
before we uh we kind of roll into the episode. I know it's something that could be chapping your ass, Josh. Could could be paranoid about weigh-ins, Dante. What is that? Why would that chap my ass? Because he kept saying, "Oh, you're gonna be. You should eat. You're gonna be yeah, under." You're stupid. It's not my fault. It doesn't <laughs> chat my ass. It's just stupid. I don't know. You're like eight pounds under. Dante is like eight pounds underweight, and he's starving himself for like eight. literally didn't eat for twenty hours. I wasn't eight pounds under. He's like, "Do you think I could drink a sip, an ounce of water?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're eight pounds under." <laughs> and then listen, this is this is this is how stupid it is. There we go. There we go. This is what so, I wanted. This, so, is, what I wanted. Oh, this is what I wanted. Right. Let's go. Definitely, definitely not chapping his ass. Well, I'm just saying. Okay, look. So you have a scale. You're eight pounds under what you have to weigh. Okay, not eight. It was eight. No. Uh-huh. What did two, you? Have? You had to weigh two sixty-five. Yeah, and when we weighed ourselves at the gas station, you're two fifty-eight. No, I was like. Two, no, you were two fifty-eight. You weighed yourself. You weighed yourself at the gas station that we stopped at in the middle. Was of that two fifty-eight? Yes. Must have been the gravity there or something. So, so he goes from starving himself. And instead of eating something that he usually eats, he eats a sh- crappy foot long from some weird gas station in the middle of West Virginia that's just horrible as his last meal. Was it in Chonka? He goes from, he goes from starving Chonka. himself to eating like the worst food ever. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, you're you're like literally eight pounds under. Even if you're five t- pounds under. 258 and you were worried? I, I, what I, don't, you remember, I don't remember it being 258. Okay. okay, 259. And you're worried about making 265? With a pound, with a 0. 0.8 uh, discrepancy. To it. <laughs> well, it's two sixty four point five. But so with a, was... but then plus a 0. 0.8. See, this is this is what I wanted. Sandy, something's chapping Josh's ass. He can't get like, away. I from mean, it. that he wasn't on my you mind. You can't get just... yeah, I know, but you can't get away from it this easy. All three of us had something, but you can't be this. Yeah, I like I like it. I there appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, just I told myself just to give content for you guys. Yeah. I think I mean I I do think it's a good point though. I think people way overthink the weight cut. Like your scale is not unless you're literally using a scale from like the old doctor's offices in like 1970, your scale isn't gonna be like six pounds off national scale. You know, you may get a half a pound discrepancy, but like when you leave your hotel room or your house, if it's a local show, like you're gonna be what that scale says. Or, or less. pretty close. Yeah. Like or pretty close. Maybe right. like I'd say within a pound. Like what's the absolute worst case scenario? Your your scale's 0.4 off. You're that close. You're 0.2 yeah. over at the weigh-ins and you go take a piss and then you come back and weigh in. The only exception I think you could that I could come up with is if somebody has a very sodium heavy meal and they drink a lot of water. Right. And they don't realize that they're adding water weight when they do that. But other well, sure. than that, I mean if you're concerned about making weight, you need to watch your sodium intake. So there we go. I was I I drank three bottles of water before I weighed in, and I was still two and a half pounds under. Yeah, it's like damn. Yeah, I'm putting on some weight. Excited. Yep. Oh, we got uh, we got Ohio's strongest ghoul. Uh, on Saturday, days, this is six dropping days Sunday, away so. from when this release. So October thirtieth. Yep. I'm doing it. Frawley's doing it. Riley's doing it. Dante, are you doing it? I'm doing it. After, Dante's after, doing after, it. After today, I don't have an excuse not to. We got, so, I think, double digits affiliated with the gym doing the show still, even with dropouts. Can we, um, can we pull it up and see? Yeah, sure. Um, But, yeah, going to be a great show. It's Ohio's Strongest Man, Woman, whatever that version of it is this year for yep. United States Strongman. Um, I mean, I'm – Oh, uh, let's see here. So go down the list. Okay, scroll down. Julia, Julia one. Mm-hmm. Keep scrolling. Gary. Gary, Gary, Gary. two. Jerome. Jerry, three. Three. Uh, Bobby Meat Sauce. Is he doing it? I don't, I think, don't so. think so. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, me, four. This is a big Tarantino, five. This is great podcasting. Uh, Dante and Ben. Yeah. Six and, and James seven. Brady. Brady. And Brady. Brady. James Eight. Brady. Um, Frawley oh. nine. I guess you could count Kacharski. He's been to our gym a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, and Riley. Riley. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. 10. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Double digits. 
Yeah, so we're coming. We're going to hang the 580 flag loud and proud. We're going to have a couple canopies maybe set up. We're going to have a little area, a little 580 booth. So Frawley's first strongman show. Yep. Riley's first sanctioned strongman show. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, so, I'm seriously so excited uh, to watch some of you guys compete. Like, I'm really excited to watch Riley. First sanctioned show. Frawley's first show ever. Uh, Nick Farentino, I think, is going to blow the novice class out of the water. His first show, he better. Um, yep, he will. I mean, I'm, I'm so at Julia's first strongman show. Yep. Um, just, just excited to be there, and we've got so many friends there and stuff like that. So it's going to be a, it's going to yeah. be a damn. Regardless, good time. it's just going to, yeah, it's just going to be a good time with everyone. Yeah, that's. I just, I keep telling myself, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to stress out too much about it. I'm just going to be like, go do what you can do. Cause like, I know I can do well on the events if I do my best and just right. like, j- just genuinely try to enjoy doing my first show. Like I'm not trying to just put so much pressure on myself to go perform and just like go do the events and do the best you can do. And then like enjoy learning, enjoy being with the, like, cause I know a lot of the guys I'm competing against and I know a lot of the guys in the other classes. So uh, and, yeah. and the girls. So I'm just trying to enjoy the enjoy the new venture, if you will. Yeah. I'm and after so. Saturday we can lay to rest the comment that we get every week is probably doing strongman. Please stop. It's happening in a week. We're like well, twenty if bucks is not gonna go away. He may just never do it again. Yeah. Unless pull- something <laughs> crazy happens. But. I feel like I feel really good about it. Like okay, so I was not doing the show. And I woke up this morning and I'm like, I want to do the show. My friends are going to be there. I'm not going to go and wear sweatpants and sit or like, I just, I'm, I'm signed up. I'm paid. I just want to go do it. Whatever happens, happens. I'm going to do my best on all five events. I want the redemption on that 225 log. I missed at nationals. I want to go hit that, prove to myself I can hit it. I think after last weekend, like I'm going to be relaxed and just ready to roll. So I want to make a statement. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I think I can legitimately win each event if I do my best, but that doesn't, I mean, I just, cause I hit it in the gym doesn't mean I'm going to do it. So I just got to go put my best foot forward and hope I can match what I can do and go from there. So something I'm unexpected not, always happens. So you got to yeah, that's what I mean. the punches I'm, I'm, and go for it. It's, yeah. Like, hey, we've, we've said it a million times, right? For all you got to, that's the beauty of competing. You got to go do it at the competition now. Walk the walk, I hit, baby. I hit a two twenty five log for a double, mm-hmm. missed it at nationals. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a gamer. I was a freaking right. gym bro. I got to right. hit it in a. I got to hit it when it matters. No one cares if I hit it. So I do when the lights come on. You don't know how warm ups are going to be either. Yeah. I'm. That's the biggest thing that I'm done. worried about. I'm curious and anxious and everything for you guys for nationals. All right, for uh, for Ohio strongest because <laughs> thank the you P- for predicting that for the PTSD right there. I just uh, I just hope we have enough implements to warm up on and stuff like that. But just bring ours if, in the truck. If we don't, it's gonna be the same for everyone. So right. What do you? What's that shit eating grain about, Frawley? I'm, I'm waiting until you talk about the positives before I talk about the negatives. Well, do you guys have anything to bring up about Ohio Strongest? Like, what do you, what are your guys' thoughts? Like, I, I think, I, mean, uh, I, I think you guys have all worked your ass off, and I think yeah. it's gonna really show. I think Frawley's bought in all to Strongman. Riley, Riley has too. He just drinks too much and doesn't care about it that much, but he does very good when he's actually in the gym. He doesn't he does miss right, training so. days. Farentino, he does not miss um, training days. I give him that. Riley, you can say whatever you want about him. Whatever I, I show, you want, he does he not shows miss up. training days. Nope. He shows He's up, there. and that is more than half the battle. So props. Mm. I honestly think all our guys and girls are going to do phenomenal on Saturday. I think I everyone's going to come home with some hardware and and uh and be able to 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 show off all their work. Yep. We did a before. I'll let you guys talk about your your feelings, but we were at, we did a vlog for nationals. It's on our YouTube. Really trying to promote our YouTube more, uh, try to get our numbies up on that. And uh, so our vlog did really well for nationals. We're going to have a vlog for Ohio Strongest as well. Have everyone kind of behind the scenes, 
weigh-ins. It will just kind of merge it all together and, and do a sick vlog for that too. So we're going to be putting out videos on the YouTube every week now. I want to have a frequency every Wednesday. We're going to release a new YouTube video every single Wednesday. If you guys could do us a favor and subscribe to our YouTube, comment on our YouTube, like our videos and all that stuff, it really will help out. We, want, we got some subscriber goals. We got some listening goals so we can start monetizing our YouTube channel. So uh, if you guys can go on there and just subscribe to it and make a burner account, I don't care. Subscribe twice. We appreciate it. Comment on our videos and we'll comment back and everything like that. So people seem to really like YouTube, whether it's for our pod or whether it's yep. video. Like I think adding our, adding our personalities more like in the gym and stuff like that will help us out a lot. So. Sure. Probably. It's just a lot. It's a lot easier now too because everyone has a smart TV, pretty much, and you can just watch yeah. it on your TV. Right, 100%. a lot easier. Right. Um, so, what what do you guys think? What's on your mind for the show coming up? Um, I mean, log is the event that I think that um, I'm iffy on because it hasn't been going that great recently. Um, I had a good training probably like three weeks ago that I hit 300 for four. That's my comp weight. Um, I was hoping to hit it for five last weekend, but we were in Virginia, uh, with the travel and stuff made it a little difficult, but, um, that one is, it hasn't progressed recently the way that the other ones have, I haven't made as much progress, but, um, I mean, the farmer's grip, I feel like it was just a gut check, right? Like it's who can hang on the longest and who can go to the dark place the longest. Um, yep. I mean, sure. You could make the argument that like, yeah, well, if you deadlift a lot, like your grip's probably pretty good, but I don't, I don't know that that's applicable. You know what I mean? Um, the medley is going to suck horribly. Um, the sandbag and the medley, I'm dreading, but it is what it is. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tough it out and hopefully go from there. Um, deadlift is one of my strongest events, so I'm happy about that. I'm looking forward to that. And what's the last one? Sandbag to shoulder. I'm never doing a show with sandbag to shoulder again, it, ever. So. so. <laughs> it's it's weird because it's a heavy show. It is a heavy show, but it's every event is a lot of reps. Yeah. So it's like it's the weights are tasking very very much so, but it's also a lot of conditioning. So you have sandbag yeah. to shoulder. That's honestly in strongman. Besides a medley, like a four or five event medley or event or implement medley. I think sandbag to shoulder is probably the hardest conditioning wise. It takes a lot out of you. It takes a very lot taxing. out of you. Um, okay. So we have the sandbag to shoulder. It's max reps in a minute. Then we have a, a four implement medley, which for like for all these Dante's class, it's pretty heavy. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it's heavy. Heavy is relative. It's heavy for everyone. Right. Yeah. Um, right. The log is for reps and it's yep. heavy. The log is yep. heavy, but it's for, I reps. like it. I like, I it, like too. it. It's not clean um, and press every rep, is it? No, no. it's press away. Okay. Press away. Um, the deadlift is heavy, but it's for yeah. reps. Yep. And then uh, uh, farmer's hold, I mean, that's just, like you said, that's just a gut check. Yeah. That's a farmers, how bad you want it. Event. The farmer's grip that. for my class is heavier than nationals next year. Riley, the people want to know, you've never lost a farmer's hold in competition. <laughs> you won it at your first show. Yep. Are you going to repeat? That's the goal. That, I mean, I think, again, that's probably the event that I'm going to have to gain some points on, so it better be. I think you're going to do really good. You just got to focus. No Husafel moments from the pig iron yeah. oh, man. I'll strangle you. Hey, Daisy. Uh, I mean, if I had one of those moments, it would be with the sandbag, and I'm feeling a lot better about you're gonna, that after this You're going to do great on the sandbag. I meant, I meant in the medley specifically. I know, but you're going to do great. You had I, a break. You had a major that, breakthrough that one. Night. That one day clicked. Yeah. Tuesday yeah. night, you had a breakthrough. You're going to do great. And we talked about it a little bit this week. It's one thing to pick up a sandbag that you routinely pick up fresh. It's another after you just move two implements. One of them is very heavy. Mm -hmm. I, so. I just tried the medley for the first time. and Harder than it looks. It is it's way tough. harder. I will give my hats off. It is way harder than it looks. Mm -hmm. Like, whew. It's tough, but it is what it is, you know? Everybody's yeah. got to do it. So, yep. Riley, what else? Who can embrace else? the suck long enough? What's your uh, what else you got on your mind for the show, Ray? 
Um, log, my goal is to at least double what I got at the Pig Iron Classic because that's about a year apart. So Which is got, that's awesome. I got four, There's... and I've been I've been hitting eight and training without dropping it. So I'm hoping to be able to do that and maybe give myself like a cut, like five to ten seconds, and try to pick it up and get another one. It's it's kind of a ten would be ideal. Like that would be probably max for me, and eight is the goal to at least hit. So it's a good. So this is almost exactly a year from your last yeah. show. It's like a year and a week. I, and what's cool is, so you have the farmer's hold, which right. is way heavier. You have that to measure yourself 70, against. 70 pounds heavier in each hand. You have the log, which same is... Same weight. Same weight. Same exact weight you have to measure yeah. yourself. Trying to double the weight. The rep. You had sandbag over bar, like loading, and now you have sandbag. Yeah, that was a 150. Yeah, it was 150. And if and how many reps did you get? Like four? Yeah, it wasn't a lot because so that was a mystery get, event too. And we did it like, first. I was not ready for that. <laughs> imagine if you go 50 pounds heavier with the bag and you get as many reps. That'd right. like it's, it's just a good, it's a good time to, yeah, it's to like, a per- it's like a, yeah, it's like a perfect gauge to see where I've come in a year. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it really is. So I, I'm excited. You're going to do great. So I'm going to try. Anything else for how strongest? No. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I'm ready to rock. Um, gotta, gotta stop talking about it yeah, yeah what's it. what's next i'm gonna i'm gonna train up until wednesday just because i made the decision on thursday like this is thursday october 21st so i made the decision today to do the show so i'm so close i'm gonna treat it like i mean i'm going to win but i'm gonna train up until probably wednesday i'm not gonna yep. deadlift heavy i'm gonna do my, my first and only deadlift day on sunday and then, re- and then I'm going to do a couple events just to dial in a little bit. I got taken back for a second, but how you said that, I thought you were like, I'm going to win. No, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going I to the event I just, I, with the I, I, intentions yeah. to win. Showing up with the intent to win. Yeah. It took yeah. me a second for it to click, but it was just funny. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on. We're, I mean, so the plan was to kind of film a day two Nationals recap and have it in last week's podcast, but it's a lot easier said than done. The show right. ran long weekend. Dante was sick as hell after, yeah. and we just really didn't have a lot of time to film it. Um, and main main worry was nationals, not yeah, right, dogs, right, so. right. And we go, yeah. There's always next week to talk about it, but yep. Um, you know, we uh, I think nationals was a great uh, gauge for Dante and myself. Um, I think we both learned a lot. Uh, I think we saw what changes we need to make. Uh, I think our first nationals was a win, honestly. Um, you know, we didn't – I didn't do as good as I thought I would. I, I was hoping to at least hit reps on the log, which I zeroed. Um, the axle I knew would be an absolute dogfight. Uh, I won an event at nationals, which is – huge bucket list item for me i i did yeah. good on everything except the overhead so it's like coming out it's like i'm going to gain some weight because i see what my other competitors do um the good ones and uh i can afford to gain 10 15 pounds which i think will be huge for my strength yep. um and i'm just going to train the hell out of overhead yep. uh, and it's like if i if i have a good year of training there's no reason i can't be a top five guy next year so um yeah, that's my like, takeaways. And like we talked about at the gym today, knowing the scoring system now and how it works, like it's extremely important to get to the static events to not zero because the moving events you can still score even though you don't finish, on. but the static events you must get a rep because right. it, it was literally the difference in 10 positions. Zero's killer. 10 places. Yeah. Yeah. So. If I think I think if I hit uh, a rep on log and axle, I got my Arnold invite. Right. One rep. So now uh, you know for next year. Yeah. I, like, to, I'm saying if you, if you, if you get your overhead better, you're easily top five most well-rounded people in your class mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. It just sucks. Cause like, and this is like, I'm not even playing like, woe is me, but like, I just want to explain it to someone that's like never done a strongman competition or never seen one. Also a little scatterbrained like always, but mm-hmm. thank you to everyone that tuned in a live stream. That was like overwhelming. That was seriously overwhelming. Like I had people that I haven't talked to in years, literally years, like from college that were like sending me texts. Like this is awesome in the live stream, supporting you from wherever, like thank you to everyone that took the time to 
tuned into the live stream. Sorry, I wish we I could have done better, but thank you guys for the support. It was it was awesome. We'll be back next year, wherever it is. Um, but so like what Frawley was saying about the scoring system, like I can almost lock out a rep on Axel. I can almost rep out a log, a rep on log. But what if I don't fully get that rep, it's zero, even though I almost got it. Right. You can have a yoke carry that's 120 feet. I can get the 120 feet in 31 seconds like I did. Someone can literally pick up the yoke, move a centimeter as long as they pass the line and they still get points for beginning the yoke. Right. So it's like I'm weak at the events that it's worse to be weak at. Right. Um, and it takes a huge like I didn't get a rep on logger axle. That is literally zero points, even though I right. was close or what I, I got literally right. zero points for one third of the competition. Right. A third of all of nationals I couldn't do. So it's like you can't expect to do that well when you get zero points. Right. But someone could do uh one foot on the yoke, but still get seven points. Right. Because it's that like so that's kind of just to explain like what Frawley was talking about about the scoring right. system. Yeah, it's it's something you gotta know tricky. as a competitor. Yeah, yeah it, it's tricky. It's the roles. Like you right. can't measure an axe. So they can't have like a tape measure. Like, Oh, he was one inch off. He was two inches closer than the other guy that almost missed. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just tricky. Yep. It was, Dante, uh, what do you have to say about nationals? Day two. Day two. I don't know. I was, my back was a little messed up for day two, especially after the wheelbarrow. So my yoke didn't go according to plan. Mm-hmm. Definitely feel like I could have ate more after day one. Maybe could have maybe snuck a meal in day two or something. I don't know. I felt a little depleted. And I don't know. Like Josh said, I surprised myself a lot, especially on the wheelbarrow run. I actually finished it and crashed right before the finish line. So lost a couple seconds there. But I don't know. Like it was a really good learning experience. Definitely should have ate more. And I don't know. You could see a little bit of the grind of the two day competition on you guys' faces on the on the second day. Like it I've done, a, I've done two day rugby tournaments before, but this was like yeah. a different feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's really not much more to say on my end. It's just I just got to get stronger and better. I think. Uh, I think I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I think just being there and learning year one was huge like i really do i picked up on so much the thing i like about strongman i know i've said it before is just how supportive everyone is willing to take me under under their wing uh, i mean hell the the guy that won my class uh andrew hayne is like tell me anything he'll tell me any tell me every single thing he did for the year leading up to nationals every single thing he told me exactly how he does his cold tub therapy for you know um in between day one and day two, just to kind of slow that fatigue down. I took it. I really did feel good going into day two. So I think his recommendations really helped. Um, you know, I, I made some new friends in my class that are a lot stronger than me. I'm going to hope, hope to train with these guys whenever I'm able to, and, and keep picking up, stay in communication with them, pick up on their knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just picking their brain. Like he told me exactly like, what he cuts down from exactly like the protocol he does after he weighs in. It's like, it's so cool to be able to get that from everyone. So right, I think it will really show for year two, like what we learned. And I mean, there's, it, it sucks. Like it, there's a lot of things at nationals and I know probably will talk about it, but there was a lot of things that suck and I'll, I'll add to it as well. Yeah. I mean, we can jump right into it. I mean, I think you guys kind of got your point. Uh, so probably go ahead. I know you got, yeah, stuff like, like, let's, let's just get into it. Like as a spec, I, I just want to say you were, you were at nationals, the whole thing didn't miss in a, a heat or an event or anything. So it was right. I did not. I will say, I will also preface this. I did not get to witness or spectate for the female competitors. So this is strictly for the male competitors, but, um, from a pe- spectator standpoint, it's, uh, I cannot just come up with a situation 
how I can justify athletes waiting almost two hours between warmups and an event. Now, this is me coming from a powerlifting background where in powerlifting, you're organized by flights. So a normal meet maybe has three or four flights. Some of, them, some of the bigger ones have more. But according to powerlifting, you warm up per your flight. So like the first flight has like, let's say a half hour before the first event for squat. So like for you guys on Friday, the first event was log. Now, instead of having everybody come out and warm up on the log, and then go to the warm-up room and the lightweights have to wait for two hours, they should be doing it in waves where in the back you should have equipment ready for the next class. So like if you want the heavyweights to run all at once, that's fine, but you need to give the, the middleweights and then the lightweights because that's the order they went in the adequate time prior to their event to warm up so that when they're out there, they're primed. I can't, like I said, I cannot come up with a situation how as an athlete, I would be okay with what happened for the middleweight and the lightweight competitors. It's totally ridiculous that you had to wait an hour and a half to two hours to do your event after warming up. Like I understand, like you said last week on the podcast, um, you know, you got to get the warmups when you can get them. Like you have to take what you can get, but at the same point, that's it's uh, from witnessing that alone. So like, I'll also get into like the equipment in the warm-up room as well witnessing that alone me i mean i'm a heavyweight so like i would have benefited from that because i would have actually been able to warm up and then go out and perform right away which i'm sure there was still some warm-ups being cut short yeah they cut like 15 minutes off to take a photo and it's that's totally ridiculous too so that's like another another thing that we can go into like not not being able to adequately warm up when you can do the things in waves, if you have an appropriate warm up room, is I wouldn't want to compete under those circumstances. And I, and I may have said that out of frustration while I was there, but I literally said, like, after watching it, I would not want to compete here because this is ridiculous that you have to wait that long after warm ups. So, like, and, and then when it comes to the warm up room, I don't even know why you had a room. Because you did all your your warm-ups out in the venue, and then they sent all of the athletes back to a back room, which I'm sure there were some pieces of equipment, and you guys can jump in if there was. I'm sure there was some equipment back there that you could use. I think Josh had like the girls' log or something. Sometimes. Sure. So you had a 10-inch log. You're competing on a 12-inch log. Yep. You, you don't have a yoke back there. You don't have a log. You don't have a wheelbarrow. There's no reason that you can't have the equipment that you're competing on in the warm-up room and having the people in the next classes warm up while the heavyweights are competing, while the middleweights are competing. Well, like what made, I I doubt it'll happen again. And maybe someone smarter than me has something, a reasoning for it. But to my knowledge is the first time ever that they've went heavyweight, middleweight, then lightweight. Mm-hmm. And it makes absolutely zero sense why you would do that because the lightweights are using less weight. Sure. There's less of us. So let us warm up, let us start and then let the middleweights and the heavyweights start warming up after. And like, I mean, the only thing that, that really sucks is so day two, uh, what was the first event? Axel. So we yeah. warmed up for Axel wheelbarrow there was time constraints whatever wheelbarrow i got in line for immediately and before i could even get a chance to even touch the wheelbarrow one time warm-ups were done so i had zero mm-hmm. chance to, i had zero chance to touch a wheelbarrow zero which is unacceptable um in my opinion like for my weight i think it was 610 for wheelbarrow mm-hmm. race 610 pounds so i'm picking up 610 pounds without doing that implement as I finished the wheelbarrow, I was in the second to last flight for wheelbarrow for lightweight. So it was the second to last flight overall. As I was walking to the weight to the warm-up room after I completed my wheelbarrow race, I'm talking 60 seconds after they were walking past me with all six competition yokes and said, We don't have time for more warm-ups. We have to get going. So I go from a 610 wheelbarrow cold to a 610 mm-hmm. yoke, 120 feet. Mm-hmm long run absolutely cool i did not one time put a yoke on my back that whole day not one time until my actual run 
And it's like, and as, as an athlete, there's no situation that I would find that, that I would want to compete doing that. It sucks because you spend so much money, you spend so much time. Exactly. You know, nationals is generating a good amount of, of revenue. Um, so it's like, why not just have, I get logistics cost more money to have more stuff there. It's why not have 12 yokes? Six exactly. out on the floor. I'm not even saying six. I'm not even saying six in the warm up room. If you have six on the floor, you can put two or three in the back. Yeah. You could put I mean, two or three in the back and say, are these weight classes or the heavyweight heavyweights you're warming up heavyweights go warm up. Boom. When the lightweights are finishing, what was it? What was it before the yoke, the wheelbarrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the lightweights are finishing the wheelbarrow, you say heavyweights go warm up. You're in the warm up room right now. And then they're primed and ready to go. And then guess what? When they get, when they go out and start running the, the yoke, the middleweights are warming up on the yokes in the warm up room. This isn't, and I also want to point out too, like, I'm not just, I'm not ranting, like raving just to bash like the, like the Federation. I'm saying, I'm trying to provide this from a constructive criticism standpoint. Like right, they right. put on a great show. It's just, there is so much more, so many more things that they can do to make it great for the athlete and for the competitor, which is ultimately what you should be trying to do is improve that experience. In my opinion, at the amateur level, we are, we are the money, the, mm-hmm. the, the competitor. It's not giants live. It's not world's strongest man where you're, you're catering to the fans. I get that's a whole nother story. It could be a hundred percent better for the spectators. Like you have that awesome civic center. Yeah. You have all this stuff, all this space. Like, dude, you could have all these different strongman boosts. Like, like you could have all these different strength training uh, companies there, like a mini Arnold, like a mini convention. And you can do like, you know, have like a booth where it's whatever company with an axle. Who can hold a double axle the longest as a, as a spectator? And they win a shirt. Who, you know, like there's so much you could do with it. You have supplement companies that are giving away product. Have like have music on for the spectators. Like you guys said, like that's something as a competitor, I don't see. Like you guys think, are paying there was... money to consume this. And it's like ran like, you know, for a spectator, it's ran like a JV basketball game. You know, it's like. When it comes to the events, if warm-ups are a concern, run more than one event at once in multiple classes. There's no reason that a lightweight can't do the axle and the heavyweights do the wheelbarrow and the middleweights do the yoke. Right. That's another option to make sure that people are getting adequate warm-ups. None of those things take more time. It might take a little bit more judging, but if you're running three lanes of heavyweight for the yoke, two lanes of the wheelbarrow, and one lane of axle, it's the same amount of judges. And it gives the spectator more to watch at the same time. Yeah. And like, it's just logistically. Yeah. It, and it's, it it's not just this federation. Like I've heard horror stories about the, uh, like another nationals that right. I won't name, but I've heard horror stories from multiple people that were way worse than this weekend. Way worse. And like, like what we talked about the, like the athletes need to speak up. The yeah, athletes 100%. need to say it is not acceptable for us to go out and do a 600 pound yoke cold raw with no warm-ups and like Like, yeah it it sucks it sucks because like dude i like my left knee i know it's from yoke my left knee has been swelling up every single time i move since since saturday yeah yeah i was gonna say that too you're just asking for injuries and i got legitimately pissed off when that guy blew his knee out on yoke yeah I got pissed off. I was like, yeah, you're yeah. you're just asking for that to happen just so you can get out of there on time when it's your fault that it's running late. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's I, not the it is not the athlete's fault that the venue was not booked beyond the time that it was. They right. should not have to suffer for their warm-ups and put their health, which obviously now we can't say that that guy wouldn't have blown his knee out had he right. up properly, right? That's speculation. But it certainly it certainly didn't help. Listen. So like I want an, I think it's fair to be critical and say how we can improve. If we don't, if we're not critical and we don't say, okay, like, let me, I, I could put on a laundry list of stuff that was good. You want me to do it? I, I yeah, will. Absolutely. absolutely. I, 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 I think um, weigh-ins were smooth as hell. Great. Shirts were great. Everything logistically was planned. Well, ran well. Uh, the uh, judging uh, was good. 
what overall, judging was, the judging, judging was, was good great. overall. And I will say yeah. to anyone, and I, I sent a message to the one girl that, that helped, but to anyone that took the time to help, it's like, thank you guys so much. Like if any mm-hmm. volunteers are listening, because yeah. none of us would be able to do this hobby without people that are sacrificing going to Virginia and literally right. just volunteering for, for two straight days. That's right. why I'm saying like, we're, we're definitely prefacing this. Like don't, don't take right. this as a rant. But, Cold heart. I'm never doing anything with this federation again. We're saying I'm only, constructive I only criticism. do stuff with this federation still right. as a competitor. constructive criticism. I'll be at nationals be next year. Right. But it can be better. I think as a consumer and the people that are trying to grow the sport, like I know we all are, you got to speak up and, and yep. say what the negatives are. If you just, it's like being surrounded with yes, men. It's like, yeah. if you're just around yes, men, it's like, well, okay, you're not going to get better. So like, I, like I said, I can list a laundry list of stuff that was great. Yep. Like the, the rules meeting was great. We had an opportunity to see everything we were competing with the next day. We were able to mm-hmm. see where we're competing. The venue was amazing. The venue was amazing. Like I thought that was mm-hmm. an awesome venue. We the venue was style. fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I agree. Venue. Mm-hmm. I hope it's a venue style like that next year. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and I get there may not be as much money in it right now. And it may be harder because um, of COVID and everything we've went through as a sport. Like I'm definitely not saying it's easy for anyone, but we're just saying what we saw. And there has to be a standard too. It's nationals. It's not like this is some Joe Schmo unsanctioned competition. This is nationals. Sure. This is the biggest amateur show in the country, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, unless worlds is bigger at the Arnold. But no, I mean, Nationals is, is the premier show yeah, for amateur strongmen. For amateurs. Yeah. And like, and one specific federation in powerlifting, their motto is for the lifters because they want the lifters to have the best experience possible. And I think that any federation that is putting on a national show should have that same mentality for the athlete. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're your consumer. They're who's right. paying exactly. you money. Like if exactly. the people that are paying you money are saying, okay – great job at this 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 but we can improve this this and this right you should listen right you should listen and i i, I think that the right people are going to keep speaking up so um right. you know yeah speak up you know what yeah. i mean like like 100%. tell people like hey you guys did a great job running the show but like these are things that have to improve and they did and, like the and i think yeah yeah you want to elaborate on that don't you there's just a lot of reports of people's grip shirts um tearing after day one or day two after just buying them yeah and we were forced to use dollars yeah for a grip shirt and it ripped in two places i put it on my body one time yeah and i but and i bought the size that they recommended dante saw me trying it on and it was the one that they told me to buy for my body so they fit me for it right but that's that's we're going we can go for another day but but honestly great show for, for me, like, I learned a lot. I will be back next year, and I'm very excited for it. Do you have a show picked out that you want to do yet or no? No, nah, not yet. I'm going to get past goal, and we're going to see every, how everything goes. 580 Strongest, too. Don't forget about that. That's coming up. That's coming yeah, up. I started, I started typing out a weight matrix the other day. I'm going to be pretty You need to get that out for the people that yeah. are planning to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, questions let's hit them real oh, quick man, we got thank you to everyone that took the time to send in questions this week i posted it late like usual and we got a ton um i'm gonna rattle through these um days you don't feel like working out uh what motivates you what do you make your uh what do you do to make yourself go and grind the bigger picture uh, just realize why you started in the first place nailed it i honestly will say and like i maybe i need pre-workout here and there i i, I love i'm addicted to pre-workout i'm just i'm truly addicted to pre-workout like i i like to take it when as i'm like walking around the gym talking to people but i don't need it i know mm-hmm. i don't need it i just enjoy taking it That's i don't what like I but I i've never had I've never, I've truly in lifting. I have never, since I started training, strength training, had a day where I didn't want to go to the gym. It's my, it's legitimately like my mental. Can't really. Sanity. I, I wish I was making that up. I've never went through a, went through a valley. I will say 
there have been times that I wanted to go to the gym, but I did not want to do what I needed to do for my program. Oh, that's different. that I will that's say different. That is different. But I think, I think that's what people are relating to because yeah, like true. anybody can go to the gym, like, and just hang out. Right. And play wiggle yeah. dicks. But like, you know, that's, when you that's, go okay, to the that's gym fair. and actually do your training, yeah. like what well, you're you talking do? about, you're talking about two separate things. You're talking about going to the gym and training. Right. That's right. different. Right. Which um, it is. What I do, I think, like I've had days, I swear to God, like uh, I remember some deadlift days I had uh, leading into my last ever powerlifting I did where I was like looking at numbers and I was like, I, that's not even I close. I got it today. Like, <laughs> I, 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 really, got, like, I don't got my fastball. <laughs> legitimately like get sick thinking about that workout that day. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. like, I, I'm going to die. Like I, yeah. I'm going to throw my back at like, and I think one thing I, I've read in some awesome books um, from Louie, from, from uh, Dr. Hatfield, um, a lot of authors, I, I can't name all of them, but uh, visualization has helped me a lot. If you look yep. at like the psychology aspect of training, um, I think really visualizing yourself doing what you need to do, um, visualize yourself um, you know, just accomplishing what you need to accomplish. And I think the more you sp speak it into existence, um, that helps me a lot. It really does yeah. help me a lot. And surrounding myself with, uh, good people that I don't want to let down has always motivated me. Like, sure. I don't want to like flake on someone that I love or, or someone that I respect and has helped me out with training. I don't want to flake on them. So I use that as motivation too. Yeah, I mean, I think Dante hit the nail on the head for me. You when you hit a certain point in strength training where you realize not every day is going to be your best day in the gym, and you also realize that no matter how you feel, you still have to do the work that's necessary to get to where you want to go. Because no matter how you feel, you still got to go in and do it. So, like, you just kind of, honestly, you just kind of embrace the suck. Like, like I know that sounds corny, but, like, you just go, like, I have to do this for the goal that I'm trying to get to. And you just make yourself do it. It's discipline. hundred percent discipline. So, um, <laughs> It's so funny to jump from a topic like that to like favorite conspiracy theory is the next question. Loose change. Look what it up. Is it? Loose oh, change. Uh, I'm not touching that one. Um, Look it up. Denver airport conspiracy theory. That's, that's pretty, a pretty good one. Yeah, when I was there, I was thinking like, is there some evil shit going on under me right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. Riley, you have one? Um, no, but I don't know if it's true, but I heard that the CIA made up the term conspiracy theory to make people <laughs> sound stupid when they talk about shit like this, so people just write them off as crazy. So there's a conspiracy sure. theory a about the words conspiracy theory. Yeah. Who's the crazy one now, Riley? Mine. No. Mine is uh, dinosaurs weren't real. That's by uh, far my no, favorite. No, no more. I'm not. I'm not going into it. They, the man asked the question. I'm, <laughs> I'm, answer, I'm answering the question. That's my favorite conspiracy theory. Sure. Fair enough. Um. So we we talked about nationals, but best and worst thing at nationals. So best for me, I'll let Dante answer. Is best that for me. Event? No, I think just in general, best and worst. Things I, at national. I just I said things. I think the best thing was just seeing how many freaks there really are out there, and how much more I have to actually work to get there. Yeah, my best was being around people that are way stronger than me that are willing to help me. Uh, made some new friends, and the worst thing was not being able to warm up. We already talked about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler said, "How did it feel to get your first win at the Bobcat Cup yesterday? Because this comes out on Sunday, so." Three days till the Bobcat or two days till the Bobcat Cup. It's a big golf outing every year. Me and my boy Chode. We're gonna win this year. It Congrats felt great, on Tyler. the win. Huh? Congrats on the win. Thank you. New trophy this year, too. We're on a four four year law streak. This is the year the young cats win the Ryder Cup. Can't wait. I haven't swung a golf club in four months. I feel great. <laughs> um it's like riding a bike. I wish it was. Um how so this is for Dante and I too. How possible do you feel it is to win a nat uh to win nationals and what's your time frame? 
Um, for me, I, I definitely think it's possible that I can win nationals. I definitely think it's possible. I think in the next three to five years, I definitely could win nationals. I don't really know a time frame. I think I really got to figure out my weight class first before I actually, actually consider that. But I'm going to go broad right now and say within 10 years, probably. But I think Rodante too is he's young as hell. Yeah. He's only 24. And I've just been doing strongman for a year. So, right. He can yeah, have three just, more strongman's nationals under his belt before he's Josh's age. Right. Yeah. You gotta. That's you gotta make it. I could. Gotta, I could win next year for all I know. Just you gotta know. make a decision. Yeah. Like you gotta figure out like if you want to be a middleweight, do you want to be a heavyweight? Do you want to be right. a heavier two sixty five? Like, what do you want to do? You know what's crazy about nationals? There were middleweights that were walking around way heavier than Dante was as a heavyweight. Oh yeah. Oh, there yeah. Was middleweight like there were guys that cut from 265 down to, to make middleweight. And then after oh, the yeah. weight, back up. Yep. Right. yep. Like, so you just got to figure out what you want to do. Like for me, I know like I'm going to be an under 80 kilo. That's going to be my class. Right. Um, so, I think yeah. seeing, I think seeing all those people really helped me get an idea of yeah. like, what I could do and where I could go. So, Oh, this is a good question. This is a good question. So nationals is over. I promise everyone that's listening, this is the last time we're going to talk about nationals this episode until we we're leading into next year. Cause I'm so tired of saying that word, <laughs> um, but what advice now that nationals is over, what advice would you go back in time and give yourself leading into the show? Dante, you start. You know what you're going to say. We talk about it all the time. Don't say something keep, stupid. Don't keep say eating. Something stupid. Don't keep say something eating. Stupid. Maintain your weight. Cut weight. Just make sure your weight stays the same. Don't lose 25 pounds pounds in like two weeks. Bad idea. Um, Mine would be to wake the hell up on overhead. Especially log, dude. The axle I'll give you. I'm going to puke. I won't. The axle I'll give you. Don't give it to him. The log, dude. Don't give it to him. Well, yeah. I mean, don't give it to him. I I mean, look, man. I hit hit that log three times in training. I know. I know. (laughs) That's what I mean, but like we talked about, it was on your turn. How to do it? I hit the two seventy. Um, I hit two seventy five for three back. I would tell myself, don't be so damn nervous. It's just a freaking strongman show. Go do what you know you can do, and that's the attitude I'm going in with next year. Get the job done. Do what I worked my ass off for. Yeah, you've been there, done. You've been there, done that. Now you're ready, just a business trip. Yep. Right. Um, Training for two competitions back to back for strongman. I would ask how far apart are they? Yeah, what does back to back mean? Like next? Yeah. Like, are we talking like nationals like, to goal? Like you? Like nationals to goal? Yeah, that's a good. That's a. I, I think mean, that's nationals to goal is brutal. Yeah. Um, I feel like advice but, is if it's back to back, don't train much at all in between. Just rest. You're not. You're, you're not, not gonna eat. Right. I, my my advice would be: don't expect to do your best to live up to your full potential. If you're doing, if they're back to back weekends, it's like you, you're going to be cooked. You you're going to be cooked. Can, can I be honest? My yeah. advice would be don't freaking do right. it. Yeah. yeah. That's um, my advice. Competing's fun but, all, but if you really want to do well, I feel like you should have a decently long prep. Yeah. Just, you know, you, I think, sure you get all the influence down, get your strength up a little bit, recover. Well, like it's great to compete, but if you're new, do a competition every couple months if you mm-hmm. are really compet- competition happy and just get stronger. Um, but yeah. if you are doing them and they're like a month apart, I mean, rest after your competition, recover as quickly as you can get back into the gym and start to peak for those next mm-hmm. set of events. And that's I would also I say try to figure out a way where you can train the second show and mix Just it into the that. first show's prep. That, so if they're really close, do your most bang for your buck exercises. Right. Yes. So like Perfect. if you, so if show one has a car deadlift and show two has a, uh, a frame deadlift, do trap bar, right. Just do trap bar. Cause you're doing a car deadlift and you're doing a frame do something that you're going to get generally stronger at both and do trap bar, you know, stuff right. like that. Like if you have a log and an axle, like you got a log in show one and an axle in show two, just have two pressing days that yep. you're weak and have one as a log and one as an axle. Um, it's just, you got to kind of be smart and manage it. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's also really probably, 
probably focus on which one's more important to you. Like maybe one's more like nationals and goal for you. For and, and you have to intellectually understand and be willing to, uh, to, to cope with what you're good at and what you're not good at and tell yourself like, Hey, I'm a really good overhead presser, but my deadlift stinks. So I'm going to focus on the deadlifts a lot more and kind of eh, like ease off my overhead a little bit because yep. I'm training for 10 events instead of five. So it's like prioritize and, and be honest with yourself. What needs to be a priority? Good question. Yep. Great question. Um, Last question. Oh no, we got more. Um, what what do you guys recommend for programming and um, not even just programming leading into a competition, whether it's mentally, nutrition wise, training, uh, two to three weeks before a competition? I think you hit the nail on the head, especially with prioritizing. Like, just make sure you get your events down because you're not really going to get stronger in two to three weeks. Maybe yes, a little bit. That's a very that's a very good point, Dante. Yeah. So you you have to so. You have, I hate to keep going back to this phrase, but you have to intellectually understand. And it's, it's hard to understand this two weeks before a competition, you aren't going to get stronger. You aren't nope. actually going to get stronger. What I mean, you need maybe to do if you're two to three new, weeks out and, and two to two to three weeks out. This is a great question because this is when it really is time to dial it in two to three weeks is when you should be really focusing on the events how do I cut a couple seconds off my medley? How do I get a little bit better at running this yoke? Like if there's a turn in the yoke, how do I just cut two seconds off turning the yoke? That's what strongman is, is dialing in those little things of the specificity of the events. So two to three weeks, it's like, do you really need to be doing like bench press? Like ask yourself no. that. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like if I'm doing five sets of five bench press and getting really fatigued from that, do I need to be doing that? Or should I be working on my form with long? You know what I mean? So yeah. that's two to three weeks dial it the hell in very Don't specific make, and, and, um, extracurricular outside the gym. Don't do anything chill. you don't normally do. Yeah, chill. Like, don't, don't fly to like, Colorado a week before that. Yeah. Like no, get a bad idea. Get a deep tissue massage, like a couple weeks out. Good, mm -hmm. get your body feeling right. If you need to go to the chiropractor, go to the chiropractor. But don't, don't go from eating cheeseburgers to eating ninety-seven-three bison for every meal because it's like it's too late, bro. Like, like, which you always been doing? Yeah, it, it, if your training's been going great, don't make a a major lifestyle change two to three weeks out. That's, yeah, that, that's why your, gotta, your body readapting to that healthier foods is gonna slow you down a little bit. Just tell Riley, like I, I haven't told Riley to stop drinking because he, one, he's not gonna, <laughs> but his body will just go in a shock if he stops drinking. Yeah, yeah maybe worse than just for the competition if I do that. Mainly, he's not gonna. You bringing a cooler to the show for Excuse after? Me? You bringing like your big Yeti cooler to the show for after? I was gonna wait till I got home, but if you oh, want it, I'll bring it. I'm driving you. All you got, you can start drinking the second you get done with your fifth event. All right, let's talk. I'm talking about drinking, but I was gonna, I was gonna double down on what you said about the the training a couple weeks before because I can completely attest to just these past couple weeks of how much better I've gotten at the specific events just doing them. Like I haven't been like really training to get stronger. I'm training to cut time off, like you said, and I can. It's worked well think, for me. Yeah, I think um, a lot of us can attest to uh are we still in the two to three weeks question yeah okay that's what i was referring to yeah. yeah yeah um i didn't know if i read the next one but um you're gonna feel like absolute dog shit, dog two to three weeks shit. that is literally riley you know I, what I, I always call it the death march yep literally about 21 days out and you can ask anyone i've ever programmed for or anyone we've trained around or anything 21 days to like seven days left is the death march you hate it it's a gut check it goes back to what we said you got to visualize you got to really sack up and, and it's like i gotta bust my ass every time i train go to the gym for these next two weeks but it really will the second you go into that deload you know don't don't train the week of you go into that deload, your body's going to feel great. As long as you like still do some walks, move around a little bit. If you want to walk on the treadmill, whatever, to keep your mind going and your body, your blood flowing. But like, you're going to feel like crap. 
probably said this a billion times too. Like he, he's like, if you're not questioning why you're still doing this a couple weeks out from the show, then you're not doing it right. You ain't training too hard. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Why do I do this to myself? There's a time to do RP seven to eight. You know, lower percentage, higher reps, get strong and have fun. Whatever yep. you know, enjoy. Nope, not two not or three right weeks now. out. Not nope. two or three weeks out. That's when you're busting. And the out. reasoning for that is, is that the body goes through a super compensation period. So you you put the stress and require the adaptation on your body. When you pull away the stress and you allow your body to recover in the last week leading into a show, your body does what is called a super compensation, which means it will take that adaptation, recover, and more because it expects to be able to do that work. So when you taper down properly, your body will adapt accordingly, which is exactly what you want. Science. Try to get more so, rest too. Try yeah. to get more rest. It's only going to help. Sleep and eat good food. Yep. For all these explanations, uh, I way smarter than mine. Yeah. He learned that in his master's degree. Master's class. Um, <laughs> um, the last the last one the last one last questions for dante it's from big ben he said You're how many events like... how many events will dante beat me at at goal i don't know i think you guys have to answer that i'm not answering it wasn't genetic it, well, how, well, how was it worded was it directed towards me or was everybody was it just general? how many events will You're dante beat me at? against them yeah how all right so let's run through it law stay in your lane dante law. Ben's yeah. gonna be too Ben's long. gonna be a log, right? Deadlift. Deadlift. Dante got deadlift. What's One next? Sandbag to shoulder. Ooh, that's I tough. How you feeling about it, Dante? Tell me. Today I felt too, not didn't feel too bad. I just gotta, you know, work my positioning a little better. I mean, you, Ben's, you got five ben, in you. Probably four or five. If I'm feeling good, you heard it. Farmer's hold. I did pretty well today with the farmer's hold. First time touching the farmer's. Are you saying you're gonna win in farmers? I'm confident. Farmer's right. my thing, remember? Yeah, and then what's the last one? Medley. 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 I got Ben on the medley, dude, just Rugby? because he's been training. 447, though? Yeah, Dante ran a 447. Oh. You better ben win the medley. Versus football the medley. Player. Ben has been training the medley. Dante hasn't, and that medley sucks. It's nothing personal. I'm still, cra- I'm still cracking up from the YouTube vlog, and I'm sitting in an ice bath struggling, and Dante walks in stupid as hell and goes, hey, is it cold? In an ice bath. He says, is it cold? And I literally oh said, yeah, God. dude, it's an ice bath. <laughs> Watch me, he wants me dump up. ice in it for, for 15 minutes. I, I hope that was sarcastic. He says, Dante's never, only person know. I know that can see me in an ice bath and ask, is it cold? You never know, Rob. Oh, God. Oh, so me and that's a great vlog, though. I'm excited. I'm actually excited to make a vlog for goal, too. We'll, so, we'll do it better. We'll do it a little better. Yeah, we're gonna. We gotta all coordinate. We gotta coordinate for weigh ins. This may be our longest podcast episode to do, yeah, but it's I a got, great one. In my opinion, great, it's a great one. I will say, I got a text that we need to wrap it up. <laughs> all right. Um, we do need to wrap it up. So I got, I'm getting like Dave Chappelle by. box wrap we're it up. Pushing, we're pushing numbies on the YouTube. Go sub- go subscribe. Hit subscribe, and every video we drop, drop a comment. Give us a like. Help us grow that YouTube page. If you guys have ideas for stuff you want us to push out, uh, you know, feel free. Uh, we'll we'll do some uh, some cool videos. Like I said, new YouTube video every Wednesday. Um, you want to see me crack an egg over Frawley's head? Follow us on Instagram. You're not doing Five eighty barbell. Like us on Facebook. Five eighty barbell. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. We've got exciting stuff brewing. So we'll see you guys next week. See See y'all after the goal.